y'all. This is Market Explainer, America's number one mm-hmm. business news podcast. We're right. going to move on to another story. But before we do that, I have to tell you about Big Man Gear. Big Man Gear is the big man's clothing company delivered mm-hmm. to you by Amazon Prime. We're good friends with Jeff Bezos. Um, <laughs> and, you know, he has a he's intimately involved in the process of delivering these goods to you. you hey, don't make fun of Gear. Jeff. All right? He let William Shatner go up in his penis-shaped rocket ship this past <laughs> week. So you leave Jeff alone, okay? Uh, dick rockets. What a country. Oldest um, man in the outer space, by the way. Oldest man to ever visit outer space is William Shatner. Good for him. He was mm-hmm. not, he was fake visiting outer space for how many decades? So, you know, he real visited outer space. Which is why it was a cool story. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. Bigmangear.com. You can go there right now. You can get uh, graphic tees from our good friend, the big man. So this next story is uh, hits close to home. Because uh, Elon, so Elon and Jeff actually come over on Thursdays for the poker game. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have the logo. It's uh, Joe, Elon, Jeff. Sure, come over sure, sure. To our headquarters. And um, Tesla is moving their headquarters from California, from Palo Alto to Austin, Texas. <gasps> <laughs> Is this a surprise to anybody? Like seriously, when no. when Elon moved here last year, like did is this a surprise to anybody? Like ser- no. like seriously, when you everybody knows a couple of things about California, one of them being their taxes are insane especially for rich people, right? right? Their right. state taxes. And people also know that the state of Texas does not have state taxes. Right. Right. So when you got a when you got a guy like Elon Musk that is building a gigafactory in Austin, now yep. it's said that he's going to build another factory across from where he's building the gigafactory in Austin, and right. he's basically bought an entire town for his SpaceX program right. in, South in South Texas. Texas, yeah. Have you do you really that it, do you really think that he wasn't ultimately going to? move down here, have all of these things going on, and not move his headquarters, that makes no sense to me if you think this is a surprise. The actual most surprising part about this article, though, is is typically when a company moves its headquarters from one state to another, they kind of pull out of that state. Not always entirely, but they kind of scale back their business in that state, right? That kind of stuff. According to what Elon Musk is saying, however, they're looking at increasing their um, their gigafactory that's in right uh, California, in looking Fremont. at increasing its production, looking right. at increasing what they do there and that kind of stuff. I think that's in part he wanted to tell Californians and California that their yeah. jobs aren't at risk. I'm not taking any jobs away from Californians. I'm actually looking to grow the jobs. That kind of thing. Well, I think it was kind of political. I, I think it's political for the moment. But my personal view is, once he gets this exist, the factory up in Austin, he stands up the factory in Round Rock. Mm-hmm. Once he uh, and his, he has another factory out in Nevada. I think yep. that he is going to slowly shift production with the new generation of Tesla models that comes out. Um, because California is just an unfriendly place to do business. And he's better off going to Utah and building a massive factory somewhere in Utah than he is 
trying to deal with California's regulatory burden. And um, that's what I think. I don't think, I think it's gonna... workforce. Like you just said, it, the, the fact is he now knows after opening up a couple of these factories that yeah. getting the place built is only one part of the process. Yes. Staffing it, training people, getting it up and running. It literally says in a couple of these articles that in, I, I think he built one in, uh, what is it? Shanghai, right? Yep. And he built it. It took him 11 months to build the plant, but something like 14 months to get it up and running afterwards. Right. Because you have to bring, again, you're talking about a completely new way of building a product. This right. is not go out and hire an assembly line worker that's done the same job for 30 years. They are, right. The technology is different how they're building these cars. The way they're building them with the advent of, of machines that are automated and all these different kinds of things. You have to grab an intelligent person. First of all, you have to find an intelligent person. Then right. you have to train that intelligent person. And then you have to get them up to speed. That takes a long time. Right. Right. So I think and it, like you just said, California is while people would argue that it's a very um, employee, but you know what I mean? Uh, friendly. friendly state. It's right. not a very business friendly state. Right. So and you add who the that on work for. You know? Yeah, and you add that on top of a difficult business model like Tesla's having to right. create their employees, right, right, from training them and stuff like that. Do you want to do that in California where you have a lot of rules and regulations and issues in right. a place like that where you can't be very nimble? Right. And so my, my thought process is Elon Musk says this and then over time, he builds out more factories in the right to work, no income tax states like Tennessee, Texas, mm -hmm. Nevada, and uh, slowly draws down. Because listen, so the, the plant that Elon Musk is building out of in Fremont, California, was once used by a partnership between Toyota and General Motors called the NUMI, mm -hmm. which was later dissolved. And neither General Motors or Toyota wants to be in California. So um, Elon Musk was simply going the path of least resistance, buying an existing factory, which has been done now by um, like Lordstown Motor Motors mm -hmm. owned a former General Motors factory, but where, and you know, um, Lordstown Motors ended up having to sell it to um, the, uh, the, the, the manufacturer of iPhones because they're going to help other companies build batteries there. But ultimately, why did Toyota want to leave? Toyota left um, in the last five years to Plano, Texas. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the environment and, and ultimately being pro-employee isn't bad on its face. But if you create a situation where employees can't be employed by employers, <laughs> what's the point? Well, look, I, I think, you know, my hot take on, on companies taking over um, outdated, uh, you know, building, you know, commercial yeah. buildings that are like that. I think that is already proven that it doesn't work well. I think, you know what I mean? Tesla proved that it didn't work very well. Um, I, I, so which is why they're building their own factories. Right. Um, uh, Ford, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, you know, heavily investing into E, you know, ele you know, electric vehicles. Uh, yeah. They're building uh, another factory Two. and they they have 
obviously factories that they could retrofit. I think right. it comes out cheaper and more sustainable for them to build right. better updated technological based, you know what I mean, facilities, uh, facilities yeah. than it does to retrofit these older buildings older and that kind of stuff. And, and, and that's another reason why I think the Fremont, California plant isn't long for this world. I think that eventually there's going to be a future in which Tesla either becomes a manufacturing partner to large to existing automotive companies mm -hmm. or they get acquired or something like that because the the Lone Ranger Act for Tesla I just don't know that it has sustainability that's all well, and you and I have talked about that. I, I think I, electric I, vehicles also, a, as a whole end up. I think m the. I think if they do catch on, which I'm not certain that they will. You and no. I have talked about this in length. That it, I don't uh, think they're going to catch I think on. More of a hybrid model like yes. you, um, yeah. but that takes partnering with your Ford, your General Motors, your whatever. Yeah. I, I think I agree with you on that. Now, not to say that there's not a market in the future for fully electric vehicles. I think there is a place for Tesla yeah. to have its name on all electric vehicles forever, right? Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean that that doesn't, they don't combine technologies with a partnership with Ford and or General Motors and right. or everybody else and go, hey, we're going to develop a, a single engine or a series of five engines that right. everybody's going to use because they all meet the government mandates, they all meet the whatever, right? And we can train everybody to work on these across yeah. our network of mechanics and blah, 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 blah. Um, right. I think the more interesting thing going forward is actually battery power and how that changes yeah. than yeah. it is actual engines, right? Yeah. And electric versus gas and that kind the, of stuff. The battery technology to me is going to be the more interesting, the rampant, the... the Absolutely. I, the, here in Cedar Park, we actually have a battery research and development country, uh, 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 research and development company that is working with Tesla and several other trying to figure some things like that out. So I, I right. think it's going to be a little bit, I think that's a more interesting when we start talking about investments and changes yeah. and stuff like that. I think battery power and capacity and how those things work is a much more interesting um, and opportunistic than some of these buying like Tesla stock or whatever. Um, uh, the, the other thing I think is important about this is you have Tesla is just the latest of a laundry list of companies moving to Texas. Yeah. Uh, Texas has now this is not look, I, I you and I, yeah, you know, I'm from Texas, you're a Texan, yeah. right? By proxy at this point, and, yeah. And there's a lot of things that are great for these companies. They're I don't want to paint a perfect picture of Texas in that there are hurdles. Tesla, yeah. for example, cannot sell their model of directly to consumer. They can't do that in the state of Texas. Okay? It's illegal here. It's illegal here, right? They have to go through a dealership of some sort, which, I, again, I don't necessarily, there's a reason that model was created in the first place. Right. And whether Tesla ends up, they've applied for waivers, for example. Right. None of right. them have gone through. Texas, the, the state of Texas uh, as a government only meets every two years. Um, right. They didn't get anything past this last Congress session, so they'll try again. But whether it's a waiver or whether, again, they end up with partnerships, right? right. Why wouldn't you go into a Chevrolet dealership, a Ford dealership, or whatever that are already existing and find a way to make a deal with Ford, Chevy, Merc, whatever, right. 
and go, hey, uh, we need to also sell Teslas here. Let's figure this out, right? And and that kind of thing. I I get why he did things the way he did things, but I don't know that... Nonetheless, the the whole of the story is Tesla is moving its headquarters to Austin. Um, How does this work for Austinites? Um, I don't know that it's going to hurt any more than all these other companies moving here. Well, I'll tell you what it affects Austin, and this is uh, in the Austin and surrounding area, because we keep saying Austin, but it's really Round Rock. Rock, You know what I mean? Um, But but really, it affects things that people don't think about. I mean, does it... (laughs) Again, if they're keeping their company in California, right, which he says he is... Keeping your factory. Yeah, factory. Moving their headquarters, you're not it's not a huge job creation for Austin, right? It's it's some. It's gotta be some. It'll be some, but I'm saying it's not a it's not a thirty thousand person job creation for Austin or anything like that. This is a lot of paperwork. This is this is a lot of that kind of stuff. It's a more prestigious thing, right? Well, Tesla's headquarters is now in Austin and and that kind of stuff. Um, what it does create though is for that simple move is your your it's gonna make the housing market even worse. That's already a bad thing. Um you're gonna you you're going to create you will create jobs in the form of people building houses around this factory. People building things and commercial buildings there will be money made off of this move even though it's just tesla and paperwork mostly right for their benefit the money the real money that'll be made off of this move to austin will be made by this wave auxiliary ripple of businesses surrounding it let me ask you this much i'm trying to find this and i couldn't find it where is their headquarters going to be is it going to be by their factory in round rock they didn't state do? in this article at all. Yeah, I would assume uh, article came out or, or the news came out about a month ago, month and a half ago, that Tesla uh, directly across the street from their Gigafactory bought all the land across from their their uh, current okay. Gigafactory building. And initially it was said that they were going to use that to support SpaceX down, right? Down south. I think what you're now going to figure out is this was their plan all along. They're going to move their headquarters into that building, right, along with SpaceX or whatever, and build it out to be a a hub of what is their headquarters, right? Right. We got people from SpaceX. We got people from, you know, our different subsidiaries. Here's where they sit. Right. So in closing, let's just remember that this, this year, there was a recording from a court case where Elon Musk talked about how he doesn't care too much for being CEO of Tesla, <laughs> which lends credence to the notion that with the right partnership or the right acquisition, Elon Musk would focus his full attention on Mars. Well, uh, okay, well, and if you like conspiracies... Like Danny always says, not that Elon Musk necessarily needs more money, but this also happens right after the board gave him a contract that is laden with goals of growth and stuff like that. So he gets this contract that says he can create more wealth just by accomplishing these goals, and all of a sudden... It moves to he starts making all these moves, yeah. Right, uh, and if because if he reaches those goals, he becomes even a richer man than he already right. is. 
and all these things. And look, when you're when you're that there, there's been books written about the fact that the reason these aliens like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and right and all these guys exist, right? right? Steve Jobs and whatever is because no matter right. how rich they get, no matter how whatever they get, they right. continue to have these growth goals. It's what drives them. It's what makes them right. different. And you Gotta give a guy. More. You got you give a guy like Elon Musk that doesn't really need the money, but you give right. him goals. Right. It's and he starts shaking things up. And and the the real the real uh, the real hard part for the average guy living his life in the United States of America about the growth of Tesla is that we have to continue to deal with the doofus. Hip to doofuses <laughs> that buy these vehicles and say, "Don't I have a cool car?" I can't. You, you and I have talked at length about. You and I have no problem with Tesla. We no. have a problem with Tesla drivers. Correct. That's that's who we have a problem with. All right. What are we well, doing next? Let's.